I will never write a single line which I have not first felt in my own heart. He'll teach you everything. Truer words were never spoken. All right. Language and writing were made available. I'm writing this down. This is good stuff. Remember. When I dip, you dip, we dip, and this is John Helps You Write Better, and I'm John, so let's talk about how to write better. Because I spend a lot of my day looking at a big screen with a lot of text on it, I don't do a lot of media consumption involving text when I'm not working. I don't read a lot anymore. I do a lot more listening to audiobooks or consuming, you know, audiovisual media, streaming stuff, way more than I sit down and read a book for pleasure, unless the book is, you know, out of print and I have time and there's no other pressure or anything on me. Most of the time, I'd prefer to listen to a book, process it in my head and do my best to turn off that editorial brain about, oh, that comma's in the wrong spot or, oh, that sentence is unclear. I would have flipped those words around. I need to be able to toggle that off in order to really enjoy a thing in my off hours. So that means I usually go looking for material of a longer length. And my assumption is, especially with the stuff I listen to, a longer length, although it might indicate a lack of editing to some degree, they just left everything in the audio production. I usually associate a longer length with more detail and therefore more chance for me to toggle that brain off and really get into something I want to imagine, whether that's an actual play role-playing game podcast or an audio book or a seminar or something. I, I want length of things because, well, if we're being very, very honest, I want long things because that means I don't have to sit in silence with my brain and tear myself apart being overly self-critical. But maybe that's too big a revelation for this time of the morning for you. So instead, let's just point out that I like long books and I like long podcasts and I like long streams of stuff. And because I go looking for long content, I generally tend to check out things where people are discussing long form content. A lot of subreddits, a lot of newsletters, Substack, Twitter, anywhere people are discussing, hey, big long things with a big giant backlog. I like that because if I chew through, you know, a few episodes of a podcast in a day or a few days, I want more because I want to listen to more of whatever the thing I'm consuming is. And this this habit pops up from time to time where people talk about, oh, well, they've just got hours and hours. So I listen at 1.5 speed or two times speed. I, I just speed everything up. And that got me thinking about how often other people talk about wanting to go faster. They want to write faster. They want to be published faster. They want to submit and query and hear responses faster. We talked a little bit about this yesterday when we were talking about performative goal setting and big, giant, unrealistic goal application as an effort to gain attention or shirk off the responsibility of just doing something consistently, and even if it's unremarkable. And speed came up there too because I think the number one complaint I've had in 2023 from writers I've worked with is it's taking too long. Why is it taking so long? Why is it taking so long? Why is it taking so long? And I keep pointing out that 
you're you, the writer, are the only person concerned about speed. I'm not concerned about speed at all. Now, some people will turn around and go, yeah, but you get paid by the hour or half hour session. So the longer it takes, the more sessions you have, which is not at all necessarily true. Sometimes we just have that many sessions because that's how many sessions people pay for. That's fine. I don't do this to kind of extract maximum profit from people because capitalism is a trap that's going to kill us all. But I, I don't care. I don't care if it takes, you know, 10 months to finish a chapter. If it's the best you've ever written and you're proud of it and you can see where it's working and see why it's working, then great. I don't care how long it took. My goal is to give you the best tools for a toolbox so that you can go forward and do all the things you want to do. I don't care how long that takes. Why do you? Speed does not necessarily make a better product. It doesn't. It has nothing to do with the quality you've performed the tasks of production. Going faster just means you're done sooner so that you can dedicate more time, I guess, to other things. And I will admit to speeding through quite a few things in my life in order to have more downtime or more space between things because I was dreading doing them. If I rush through all these recordings, if I hastily do all these quick little things, then I'll have more time to play a video game or listen to that podcast, or I'll have more time to do the task that I genuinely don't like. Or if I speed through the thing I don't like, well, then it'll be over and done with and I have more time to do the things I do like. And that leads to a slippery slope where we confuse speed with care and effort. Because if we want to get done as quickly as possible, we can get done quickly as possible by sacrificing the quality of our effort. We can half-ass a job, and it will take less time than if we were careful. And if, especially if we don't like the job, let's say we're scooping cat shit out of a litter box, or we are grocery shopping or paying bills and we're feeling bad that our, our checking account balance keeps plummeting, we don't want to sit with those feelings. We don't want to sit with the cat shit. So we want to get this over and done with as quickly as possible. In the same way you don't want to stay on the phone with an uncomfortable parent on a phone call for too long. Yeah, you can half-ass a job. You can quickly write as much as possible and just have the writing done because you don't like it. But at the same time, if we're talking about speeding up something because you don't like doing it, there are things in this world you don't have to do. If you genuinely don't like the act of writing because it's taking too long and you think it should be going faster so you speed up by writing worse, by performing the task of writing sloppily, if, if it doesn't matter to you because you just want it over and done with, why are you doing it? Like, why does that matter to you? If you don't like doing something, don't do it. It's different scooping the cat shit. You just got to get that done. But if you're diligent about doing it, then there's not so much cat shit to scoop. And you're, you're doing it, you know, twice and it doesn't take very long as opposed to every other day once and just kind of, you know, remarking how quickly everything turns to concrete in that box. Yesterday, I used the example of working out, going faster because I don't necessarily like the long drive to and from the gym when I'm tired doesn't mean I need to speed through my workout so I can get back in the car so I can drive back to the house and going faster opens me up to injury because I will poorly perform the task of lifting weight possibly straining a muscle tearing something or otherwise impairing my ability to do the thing I want to do 
that's that's something I want to avoid. Injury would set me back rather than move me forward. So I try not to sloppily, hastily speed through things. Now, I did use the word sloppy today, and I used it yesterday as well. And somebody did point out that there's no reason to immediately assume that something done hastily is also equally done sloppily, which is true. But if that were the case and we could just speed through things, why are we having a problem about speed at all? We don't want to go fast just to demonstrate to somebody that we can go fast. This isn't like when we were little kids and we bought shoes and we thought that new shoes would help us run real fast. That, that's nice and that's cute, but that, that, doesn't, that doesn't help us. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference. You sitting there kvetching about your writing that it's taking too long or that you wish you did more of it when you're taking as much time as you're taking is fine. No one, no one cares. Consuming it or doing it or producing it faster doesn't change anything. I mean, yeah, it gives you more free time to do other stuff, but that's not the, that's not a thing to worry about. So what? shrug who cares if you're done in 20 minutes or 25 minutes or 45 minutes tying the quality of your work to the speed at which you produce it opens us back up to the idea that yeah we can easily say you're, you're going too fast your work is getting sloppy you don't get to turn around and also say but it's taking too long and i'm being extra careful without also being able to deal with speed equals sloppy if slow equals careful but again, this is going to come down to why does it matter to you how fast something is done? If you're locked into the idea that a thing I am good at should not take me very long, and therefore, since this thing is taking me very long, I must not be good at it, why? Just why? Why is it bad to not be good at a thing? Is that a you thing or is that from somebody else? And okay, you're not good at a thing. You'll get better. That doesn't necessarily mean we need to go faster. You'll just get better at it. It always takes me, for instance, 12 minutes to perform certain kitchen tasks. It's always 12 minutes of prep to prep this thing for one meal every time I do it, no matter if I'm doing it you know, intentionally or slowly or while distracted or in a million other things. It takes as long as it takes things cook as long as it takes them to cook. I can't speed it up by making it faster. I can't turn the heat up. And then all of a sudden, thanks to the power of thermodynamics, it comes out exactly the same. It doesn't always work like that. Why is it important to you to go faster? And why would it be so bad that you're doing a thing that you're not good at? Even if you got good, even if you were good at it, do you think you'd still worry about it taking too long? Or do you think down the road, two, three, five, ten, twenty 10, 20 books from now, you're not going to be worried about how long it takes because you realize how not important it is how long it took? Or is this just a right now consideration? You want to be done with this step to move forward faster to get to the good part, the part where you make money or the part where you succeed. And then somehow it's going to count differently when you do it for the next book. Why does it matter how fast you go? What does that say about you? Why are you worried about how long something takes? 
Now, I, I bring this up. When people bring this up to me, I often ask them, well, you got somewhere else to be? Are you dying? Do you have like a hot date you can't miss? Is there a bus we got to catch? And in 25 years, one person melodramatically told me, well, I have a brain tumor. Okay. I, I don't know why you're sitting here talking about writing in a space with other writers. If you have a brain tumor, shouldn't you be going out and embracing life, living it to the fullest before, you know, your head bursts like in scanners? Don't, don't we want to spend time doing what matters? We're going to pick an argument with somebody on social media? Okay, I guess that's what you want to do. P.S. I don't think they had a brain tumor. I think they were just looking for attention. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, so often we get caught up in speed as an indicator of talent. And the two things are separate. They're very separate. They're independent of each other. You can be incredibly talented and not necessarily moving super fast. Because you can be really, really bad at something and you might tear through it very quickly and the, the poverty, the, the lack of craft is apparent because it didn't take you very long. You have to divorce speed from quality because let's say you're doing okay. Let's say you're, you're going fine and you don't, you're not having any problems in the production. You're just writing your book and you're writing, I don't know, every Saturday for an hour and you're just moving along the plot, just getting things forward. And maybe, yeah, you've got questions about how to make this scene work or how to do that scene. But you're not conscious of the time beyond, well, every Saturday is my writing day. But you're not conscious of like, oh, my God, these, this chapter took me exactly one hour and four minutes. When you're not conscious of the time, do you think differently or feel differently about your work? Do you think about it being something else? Does it not matter anymore? What would it take for you to stop sweating time? What needs to be on the page? What feeling do you need to have? Is it just a word count thing? I wish I could write more in the time I have. Okay, part of that's typing, part of that's organization, part of that is making a clear picture in your head and making decisions and then translating it down. So some of that is just thinking, but some of that is also typing speed. If you hunt and peck with the keyboard, it's going to take you a little bit longer than somebody who types more fluidly. And the, the solution for that is to practice your typing. Just type everything, type anything. It doesn't always have to be, only have to be your work. Just practice the act of moving your fingers and it'll, it'll be better. It won't necessarily be perfect. Nobody needs it to be perfect. But you can certainly make a difference with all the finger motions, the muscle memory of stuff. That's one thing. But think about the feelings you're trying to chase when you're worried about time. Why does it matter to you? Who do you need to tell you that you're doing a good job that worrying about the time would make a difference? If you're waiting for somebody else to tell you that you're doing a good job, chances are they're not going to do that. Not because, you know, uh, you suck, but because they don't know you need that validation from them. If this is something you are denying yourself because you have some unreasonable expectation that if you're good at a thing, it shouldn't take very long, I'd like to point out to you that it's okay to not be good at something and it's okay to be doing something to get better at it 
as opposed to being perfect first and then trying to just perform perfect all the time. It's okay to learn. It's okay to be somebody who has to improve. Time doesn't ultimately matter. This is especially true for those of you who are going to pursue traditional publishing where there's a lot of hurry up and wait. You can race and race and race to try and get that manuscript done, but it's still going to be days, weeks, months before you find somebody to publish it. And then even then, whatever you, let's say, get your book done by January 1st, we'll just make an example up. It It's not coming out this year. Chances are it's coming out maybe next year. So if we do it on January 1st, 2024, that book might be out January or February 2025, but more likely April, May, June 2025. So you've got all this waiting to do. So why did you go so fast? Give some real thought to how you feel about speed and what you think that speed or that slowness is saying about you. Really think about it. Really investigate to see if it's accurate or if that's just some other belief we're stapling onto your creativity for reasons. Give that some thought. I'll talk to you next week.